Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Free throws, threes, turnovers, big part of what you all do and in a lot of especially a lot of fast I feel like fast basketball teams and that utilize space and and pace and then uh, the three-point line what role do analytics play in your coaching style um I want them I want to have them uh I want to see them uh, I, I want them to be a tool but I don't want to use them as crutch you know mm -hmm. those are that's not the the last filter I run everything through it's information, and I want the best forms of the information. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stats that I, I dismiss, um, analytically speaking, but the, the lineup efficiencies is, is yeah. a big one. To me, and everybody's like, well, how do you figure that? Well, you take what the score is when this team's in the game, and you subtract the, the offense and the defense. It's not real comp It's not an algorithm. It's easy math. Yeah. Uh, and, and, again, over the course of one game doesn't mean anything. Over the course of Adams. five, ten, fifteen, yeah. yeah, and you're like going, and and I really can't. And I'm like, well, I can keep up with that in my head. No, you can't. Mm -mm. No, there's so many permutations of that. There's not a, uh, you know, outside of uh, Dustin Hoffman in a movie, you know, being able to keep up with it. There's not somebody <laughs> unless you got Rain Man on your staff. Not somebody, here. they're not keeping up with it, and <laughs> and you can get clean. You'll be surprised how wrong you are. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just. I would joke with staff a lot of times, who do you think had the best lineup efficiency? And they would always start guessing against what they really believed because they knew I was trying to trick them a lot of times. But, like, I, I want to have an analytic as a tool. Uh, I want it to be there. I want it to see if there are some things. I want people to challenge me on it. You know, it's, I try to surround myself with a bunch of people that disagree with me, and I want them coming in saying, Coach, have you looked at this? Have you, have you noticed this? And then I want them to stand behind it and believe in it. But um, – I, I'm never going to make a, a decision solely based on an analytic. Um, it's still going to come back, back to that being one of the pieces of information that we use to arrive at it. We try to pre-decide as many things as we can before the game ever starts. You know, if if we get to a, a situation where we need to stop, who's our toughest five kids? You know, if we're on defense, it doesn't matter what position they are because we're not going to get the ball back anyway. Uh, we got to have a stop. You know, who's a, who's that tough, who's that lineup tonight? Uh, you know, if we need a two, who's the best line? We need a three, who's the best line? We need to get the foul line, who's our best lineup? So try to pre-decide as many of those things you can based yeah. on analytics so you don't get caught up in uh, a high school coach up the road here, Greg White, does a great uh, topic, clinic topic about pre-deciding pre things. And um, that's one of those things. I think you can save yourself a lot of um, poor decision-making. Uh is by pre-deciding things that you've talked about with your staff over the, you know, when things aren't as emotional as they are in, in a timeout with three seconds to play in the state championship game. Uh, but I do think analytics are, are valuable. Uh, I think, I think uh, dismissing them entirely is not wise. It's not wise. Uh, I don't think it's, uh, I think you've got to take them and make them work to the best that you can, but dismissing them totally. But also I think it's, it's kind of the Goldilocks principle. You know, just it's, it's got to right. be just right. And you know, it's like everything. They got to be just the right amount. And But you got to find out what equals your team. I, I say this to players. It's another one of those signs. It's you, not your players. Anybody that uses raw numbers in, in your game goals, to me, mm. that's you. 
What because you say, well, we're going to have less than 15 turnovers tonight. Okay, well, that's not a very good night if you're playing a team that you're only going to have 30 possessions against. What, what if you're playing a team that had 100 possessions? That's a good night. But you have this raw number up on this board in your locker room because wow, I'm sitting yeah. here, you know, I'm looking at it. And how do you how do you equate for that over the course of all these different styles of play? And what if I, every locker room I ever go in that has one of those, I look for this one game, and it's this one game when they got all their goals and they lost. Yeah. And you're like, how do you explain that to your team? How do you walk up in front of your team the next day and say, we spent $1,100 of our booster club money <laughs> on this? And it's right below just, the – Just rip it off the wall. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's right there below that thing that says defense wins championships. Oh, it's, yes. It's, the worst know, statement ever. Defense finishes 11th, you know. Uh, but, like, I'm like, you, you just – you had a stat. You had this really cool stat board, and it's great, and it's awesome. And your team got every one of your team goals – and you lost, that shouldn't be the case. If you got every one of your team goals, you should have won the game going away. But you've got the wrong goals. Kids will do, players will do what you're asking them to do. So be careful what you ask them. Be careful what you're counting. And if it's not the right stuff, so that's where I go to analytics. I go back, we did a, now it's up to a 20-year study, but we went and we took the Sweet 16 teams in the women's basketball tournament and looked at the profile of their statistics, what they, what was good, what they were good in. And, and there were some obvious patterns, some exact patterns that indicated to the point for a while there, I could pretty much predict who was going to the Sweet 16 within a team or two. I'd get 14 out of 16 most every year based on their statistical profile going into the year. Hmm. Um, so we tried to, tried to model some of those things. We were like, we've got to get better at getting to the free throw line. Yeah. Free throw rate is way above defense winning championships. You know, it just doesn't roll off the tongue quite as free throw rate wins championships. Put that on a T-shirt. So you don't see that on a bumper sticker a lot, you know, and that's not – it's just – but free throw rate wins way more games than the team that had the best field goal percentage. So, anyway, that's another whole hour and a half if we want uh, to do no, it. But, I wish. Coach, if, but, I, I'm going to ask you right now when, when you have more time if we could maybe go oh, around two – because, we can go around too. Anytime, yeah. yeah, because there are some rabbit holes that I'd love to go down with you, but you're right. Keep going. But it's, you know, to me, if, you're, if your analytics don't equal wins, you're, you're doing it wrong. So make sure your analytics are the things that play out in, in, on your team and your team schedule, and, and you've got to be flexible. Don't have this board up there that's got a rigid number that says maybe do percentages. Say, hey, I only want to turn it over 11% of the time that we have the ball. That's what we do. We've led the country. If you look at the nine years, the teams that we've been a part of, we're, we're like almost 400 fewer turnovers than anybody else. And it's because we count it. And it's because we emphasize it, because we coach it, because we teach to it. But it's also how we get more shots than everybody. Yeah. We're next to last in rebounding. Like we're, we're our rebounding numbers, if you look them up, everybody goes, well, y'all are terrible. We are. But I always ask those people, okay, why do you want to be a good rebounding team? And they always say, well, we want to get more shots than our opponents. Okay. Uh, let, here's our stat sheets from the last nine years. Knock yourself out. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you $1,000 for every game we got outshot. If you'll give me $100 for every game we outshot our opponents, hmm. I'm going to win that. And they, nobody will take that bet. But you got to know why you're doing things. Yeah. You don't just assign this because, again, it looks good on a T-shirt or you heard it at a clinic or 
you know, that's the other curse, the clinic. The only people that get invited to speak at clinics usually are people that won the national championships and won state championships. And they probably had some good players too. They had great players, I guarantee you. And everybody <laughs> tries to emulate what they did. Right. Hey, I listen, the, the year we went to the final four and I had Kelsey Plum, I could have spoke, been invited to speak at any state clinic. The next year when we got down here, we went three and 13 in the league and 13. I had a really cool summer. I got to play a lot of golf. My handicap dropped. I got, I went, you know, I didn't get invited anywhere. It was the same stuff. It was the same philosophy, the same systems, the same everything. But, you know, you've got to be careful. You've got to be, it's got to be yours and it's got to be thought through. Uh, Gary Baranichek, anybody that listens to Gary V podcast, you know, he says, I don't want to have a conversation with anybody who hasn't done 40 hours of research on a topic. Wow. So, like, I'll talk to some people about some things, but I don't really want to get into a deep conversation unless I know you've done 40 hours of research. And it's a really good, bar you know, barometer. Uh, we can talk about the fringes of it. But we can't get into a deep conversation about why defense doesn't win championships unless you've studied it. If you've done 40 hours on that and you still believe that it's the case, then let's have a conversation. But I don't think you studied for 40 hours on it and still landed on that being the case. Yeah. I just don't believe it. So you got to be careful. I think it's up to every individual coach to coach the team they have. Coach Cal has got a, a he's got that on his, right by his door at Kentucky. It says, "Coach your team." So anybody listening today, if you don't like, don't do it. That's fine, but it should challenge you. I mean, every time I hear somebody say something that's counter to what I believe, man, I research it. I'm like, man, what if I'm wrong? What if they're right? You know, Chuck Klosterman wrote a book called "What If You're Wrong." And what if you are wrong? What if, what if gravity doesn't work like we thought, think it does? About every 300 years, we've changed that philosophy. You know, is it coming again? Or, or what if we're wrong? So I think that all the time. What, what if playing fast isn't the right way to do it? What if trying to shoot threes isn't the right way to do it? Uh, I want to constantly be challenged by the people around me um, and, and anybody that I, I want to have those conversations so that there's not any holes in that. I think you got to drill that down to every single thing that you're willing to make. You talked about it earlier. You said this. You said you write it down. Until you write it down, and then I'll add a, a layer to that. Until you write it down and share it with somebody, you really don't have it. Like I ask people all the time, what's your offense philosophy? And they, oh, I can tell you. Well, send it to me. No, I don't have it written down. <laughs> well, then you don't have it yet. Yeah. Because you can always go back on it. Like if you if you ask me right now, Coach, Hey, I need, uh, what's your green light philosophy? I can send you 20 pages via text right then. It's thought out. I wrote it down. It's been red teamed and yellow teamed and blue teamed and every other critique you can put to it, except grammatical. I, I'm terrible, terrible grammatically and I don't care. But you've got to be able to prove that stuff. There's got to be evidence of it. And until you write it down, you really don't have it. And you really haven't thought it through. And you, until you write it down and share it, I, I would tell you it's not really yours. It's somebody else's. And, and until you've got it to where you can instantaneously share it with somebody, it's probably not done yet. It's probably a work in progress, which is okay too. But don't tell me you got one. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.